This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. A legal battle over the name Lady A has brought up questions about white privilege and racism in the music industry. Following June protests around black lives, the country group Lady Antebellum said they would change their name to Lady A because the word antebellum, which in Latin translates to before the war, is associated with the U.S. Civil War, a battle fought over slavery. However, there's already a Lady A. She's a black blues singer based in Seattle who's gone by the name Lady A for more than 20 years. Lady Antebellum, an all-white band, is now suing Seattle's Lady A for the trademark over the name. I'm now joined by Anita White, who goes by the stage name Lady A. She's also joined by her producer, John Oliver III. Welcome to you both. Hi, Emily. How are you? Good. So take us back. How did this conversation over the name Lady A begin? You know, we, we went into these talks with the lawyers and basically, you know, I said, I do not want to share the name because they wanted to coexist. And my question was, what does coexistence look like? What does coexistence look like? For the people in the back, what does coexistence look like? And I, and I say that because nobody was answering my question. I was being dismissed. My questions were being dismissed. Nobody said anything. And, you know, that was the first conversation. So, okay. But I would think I would think that you would have thought that out before you contacted me. Um, the second conversation was with the artists themselves who, you know, wanted to talk to us. Um, you know, looking back at it, they just wanted a photo op to be able to say that we're all getting along. Because they really just wanted me to do what they wanted me to do, basically. Um, They had already dug in their heels and decided that they were going to keep the name and they wanted to coexist. And I kept saying, what does that look like? You know, explain how that works, because what's going to happen is you're going to release the album and you're going to bury me on social media platforms, Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, which is exactly what happened. So the contracts are going back and forth and every contract they sent and agreement they sent said, we'll do our best efforts. Well, what does best efforts mean? What does best efforts mean? Again, for the people in the back, what does best efforts mean? And nobody ever addressed our questions. So we put some ideas out. You know, nobody was, they weren't giving us any ideas. Their idea was, we're going to put our best efforts out to make sure you're you're not erased. And then it was um, pretty much, you know, I said, you can be Lady A, the band, and I'll be Lady A, the artist. That way there's a distinction. When people type it in, they'll know what to put in. Crickets. Nobody said anything about that. John, who, you know, my producer, Seattle producer, John Oliver III, he said, well, maybe you can take Lady A, Anita, and put me under your um, label and rebrand me. So that we could we could still do the tour and 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 do a documentary on how blues artists and a country artist can get along and you know all share the same space, but you rebrand me as something else so that I can keep my career. And they never responded to that. They never said anything about it. And then when the contract came back mm-hmm. from them and it said the same thing, we'll do our best efforts. That's where the $10 million comes in. I told my, you know, by then I was being represented by Cooley LLP. They're representing me pro bono. And I said, you know what? I don't want to share this name with them because they're not being truthful. Because if Black Lives Mattered 
if their hearts, and this, this comes from their statement that they made publicly, if their hearts had been stirred, their eyes opened, then to, to the inequities and the injustices, you know, perpetrated on black people, indigenous people of this land and people of color, then they would have just completely changed their name. Because going from Lady Antebellum to Lady A is not a change. That, that doesn't change anything. Your name still has a racist connotation to it. And you said that. I didn't say that. You said that, Lady Antebellum, publicly. So that's what the, so after the contracts kept going back and forth, I said, I said, you know, I can rebrand myself. If I had $5 million, I can do all my CDs over again. I can, you know, help my community, build up my community, help some other people. And then the other $5 million would go to charities because Lady Antebellum said that Black Lives Matter, so a portion of it would go to a charity for Black Lives Matter. The other portion would go to seniors and youth in the Seattle area. The final portion would go to musicians across the country that find themselves in this predicament, in a predicament where, whether it's trademark, whether it's they need a, a lawyer, whatever it is, that that would help them. Because Emily, this is not just about me. This is about every black indigenous person of this land and person of color who has had something taken from them. Their land, their artistry, their culture, their language, and their name. And sometimes all we have is our name. I should not have to share it with you. You're the one who said that black lives mattered. So if that's not true, then come out and say that that's not true. Oops, I made a mistake. They don't really matter. We're going to keep the name Lady A. That I can respect you for. But you, you know, you need to be honest about it. And then just remember that the world is watching. People are watching. Our kids, this is our legacy. This is a legacy. My Lady A brand is for the kids that I mentor in the Rhapsody Project here in Seattle. It's for my community, my church, for, for John Oliver and Dexter Allen, who are my producers, for songwriters that I write with. I, you know, whether I have 400 fans or four fans, they're still important to me. I'm speaking with Anita White, who goes by the stage name Lady A, along with her producer, John Oliver III. So ultimately, Lady Antebellum threw a lawsuit your way. And I'm just thinking that an all-white country band realizes that the word antebellum is associated with slavery. So they then try to change their name after protests over black lives. But then they ultimately sue you, a black woman over a name you've had for decades. I mean, what do you think that says about white privilege in the music industry? Oh, that now that is a question. And I'm sure Lady A will even say to this because, listen, for me personally, I can I can just compare Justin Timberlake to the uh, Usher. Usher and Justin Timberlake for a while were singing the same exact style of music. However, because Justin Timberlake was white, he was in the pop category, which meant he had more listeners, Mm. a bigger platform. Usher was singing the same exact style of music, but he was listed in R&B. Right. We could even go back even further than that. I mean, Michael Jackson, as big as pop stars he was, he was still in the R&B category. We could go back even further than that. Ray Charles. 
even further than that, we can just keep going back in history and seeing that for so many years and decades, black musicians, we were put into categories where we couldn't reach certain audiences that white musicians or artists reached. And it's always been that trying to label who we are. You know, and Lady A, why don't you can speak on that as well, too, because Lady A is, listen, she is a she is an artist. But as a black woman, she's seen things that I haven't seen. Right. I've been an activist um, most of my life. Um, I run a panel called um, Lady A Presents The Truth is Loud, which was my single that came out on June 27th. But you couldn't find it because Lady Antebellum had changed their name to Lady A, and they released a single the week before I did. Mm-hmm. And they knew I was going to release my single because I told them. They, re- they released theirs the week before me, and I totally disappeared off of social media platform. And I mean, Amazon, iTunes, and Spotify. The things that I pay for to be seen. And so I ran this panel. It's called The Truth is Loud, White Ally Roles in 2020 and Beyond. The first one was on June 27th, as I said, when the single um, dropped. And it's for allies, people who say that they are allies, to learn to speak bravely. I'm going to give a shout out right here to Margot Price, the country singer Margot Price. I did not know her before. She was singing at the Grand Ole Opry um, this past week and made a statement that Lady Antebellum and the Grand Ole Opry should invite me Lady A, Anita White, to the Grand Ole Opry because Lady Antebellum is not speaking the truth, more or less. I can't say what she said. <laughs> so you have to read that. But um, i that's bravery in allyship. She took a chance because being an ally means that you may have to give up something because your privilege has allowed you certain things that People, you know, Black people, Indigenous people of this land and people of color have not had the opportunity to have. And every time we do get an opportunity, there's some person, a white person there to take it from us. Our culture, our language, our music, and now our names. But they've always taken our names from us. When we came to this country, they took our names from us and gave them uh, their names. So this is a thing of of being, you need to be honest about what you're doing. They need to, Hillary even said she was gonna come on the panel, my June 27th panel. I knew that wasn't true when she said it. And and that's a member of Lady Antebellum? Yeah, 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 she's a member of, yeah, the the only female. Yeah. (laughs) Which is another reason, but anyway, if you change your name from Lady Antebellum to Lady A, it still has the same connotation. You know, don't insult people's intelligence, especially black people. You know, there there are people are being murdered in the streets and you're going to tell me all of a sudden you changed your name from Lady Antebellum because your eyes were woke. This is what you said. Hmm. Your eyes are opened and your hearts have been stirred and convicted. So you're going to change your name. Change your name. You had mentioned your song, The Truth Is Loud, and I want to take a moment to play a clip of that song. The truth is loud. Can't even eat popcorn on your couch. Police with guns to your head in your own house. George, George, Eric, Sandra Bland. 
Just how much more do you think we can stand? That's The Truth is Loud by Seattle's Lady A. And you cover a lot of big topics in this song. Immigration, homelessness, racism. Can you tell me a little bit more about this track? The Truth is Loud came from my songwriting friend, Roz Royster McCommon, was wearing a shirt and it said, The Truth is Loud. And we laughed about it and she told me the story about how her her and her husband were fooling around one day and she said, The Truth is Loud, ain't it? And then she had this shirt made. And I said, man, that would make for a great song right after George Floyd had been murdered. And so we began writing. Um, She wrote the music and I thought, oh my gosh, I love this music. It's a little out of my realm, but, and I just began writing. And the truth is loud, can you, do you hear me? Because black indigenous people of this land and people of color have been talking about black lives matter, that indigenous people of this land It matters. Their lives matter. Nobody knows how many indigenous women come up missing every year. People of color who have, you know, our brown and our brown sisters and brothers who are incarcerated, black people that are incarcerated constantly. If you've never seen the 13th um, Amendment, Amendment, please watch it on Netflix. That's what this song talks about. It talks about immigrants caging children, what America does to our children not just black children, our immigrants that are here, building a wall, Sandra Bland, Eric Garner, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, all these names of black women and men who have been murdered in the streets while we watch on television. That's what the truth is loud, but do you hear me? That's what, it, that's what that song is about. It's how loud do you have to be for this country to change? How many people actually have to die before this country changes? Can you tell me a little bit more about the Truth Is Loud conversations you've been having and just the, the insights you feel like people have been able to get from those conversations? Um, the Truth Is Loud conversations, I have two um, very professional and skilled women who facilitate for me. Kiana Wheeler, um, who is a race and social justice um, consultant, and Darlene Flynn out of Oakland, right. California, who right. is the director of race and social justice uh, in, in Oakland, California, for the city of Oakland. Mm-hmm. They facilitate these conversations. And it's really about, one, white people listening, Two, white people learning, and three, being get, finding that ability to speak up and speak bravely about race. Because, um, you know, as a, as a Black woman, we grow up being taught about race from the time we're old enough to walk or go to school. We're taught how, how, to, how to behave in front of the police, how to wear our hair, how to talk. We have to be 150% better. Whereas white people don't talk to their pe- talk to their children about race. Um, I, and how this came about was I wanted to have a conversation with the Washington Blues Society because of the lack of inclusion. And this was all before COVID. And it was supposed to happen right when COVID happened in March. And so we never got to do the conversation. And so, um, and, and, and I have a very diverse audience. 
So I'm blessed in that. My audience is diverse from around the country and in Europe. So I wanted to have these conversations and I, I would ask my white friend, so do you talk to your kids about race? Do you actually talk to them? And they don't, they all admitted it. They don't have conversations with their families about race. Some of my friends have racist family members and they don't have those real conversations. So that's how this came about. And um, so I hired, you know, the best, uh, the two best women that I know that could facilitate this conversation. John was on that panel. Um, yes, uh, I yeah. was. Yeah, uh, you, you, know, you know, if I could add, Emily, one thing that the, uh, the Truth is Loud uh, discussion that Lady A had is it's getting all of us prepared and diving right into being comfortable being uncomfortable. Right. Because as much as we say white allies, listen, for us as black people, it's tough for us to explain to our white allies exactly what we're going through, the mistreatment, the years of code switching and this, that and the other. So the discussion was powerful because it gets all of us comfortable being uncomfortable, but having these transparent discussions to find out what needs to be said so that an understanding can go forth. And then guess what? Uh, you know, from there, we move forward. Unlike the discussions we had with Lady Antebellum, because there was transparency, but there was no understanding that got taken out away from there. And so that's why we were where we are with Lady A and Lady Antebellum, because Lady A was being transparent, but there was not an understanding that came forth. So this truth is loud is discussion that Lady A hosts. It's so that we can get comfortable being uncomfortable and learn how to live together better, right? Learn how to understand right. each other. Right. You know, we all make mistakes. Right. Um, I, I feel that Lady Antebellum has made a mistake and it's okay. It's okay to make a mistake when you're, when you're a new ally, when you're learning to give up some privilege because privilege requires that you put action behind your words. I'll say that again, action behind your words, that you are transparent and that, that you actually are willing to give up something. You know, as I said before, we've, you know, black people, indigenous people of this land and people of color have given up their language, their culture, their music, their artistry and their names. So now if we are going to, to learn to, to come together, allies have to be willing to sacrifice something. Yeah. KEXP's tagline is where the music matters. And a question I'd like to wrap the show up with is why does music matter to you, either as a person or why you think music matters for society? I think music matters because you tell a story. Um, I consider myself a singer, songwriter and storyteller. So in my music, I'm not the typical blues singer. I don't write the typical types of songs that blues singers um, are singing today. My songs are, I hope, inspirational and give you some encouragement. Yes, I have some funny songs in there, like uh, Future Ex-Husband. <laughs> and, uh, but for the most part, those, the songs that we're putting out, I hope they lead you, to in, that they inspire you. That music, to let you know that music can, it comes from the heart and it should touch your heart. That's what I'm hoping is happening with the music that I put out there. And, and, it, and it gives you, it enlightens you. The Truth is Loud is an enlightenment song. It should enlighten you to what is happening. 
doing fine should inspire you, should make you feel good, (laughs) you know? That was my conversation with Seattle's Anita White, who has gone by the stage name Lady A for more than 20 years. She's now facing a trademark lawsuit from the country band Lady Antebellum, who has since changed their name to Lady A because the word antebellum is associated with slavery. Seattle's Lady A released her sixth album on Saturday. Here's a track off that album. It's called Doing Fine. If anybody asks you about Lady A, honey, you tell them she's doing just fine. That was Sound and Vision. Before we go, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It only takes about two minutes of your time. And if you can, please consider giving a one-time $20 donation at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks so much for listening.